0: Are you a Player Development Project member? If not, then now's your chance to join. We're running a limited time offer to all of our podcast listeners and Q&A viewers. For this weekend only, November 3rd to November 5th, you can get 20% off your PDP membership. Get access to well over 100 top contributors from around the world, over 70 video session plans, 17 back issues of PDP Magazine, dozens of masterclass discussions, and over 70 research reviews. Simply go to the Join Now page at playerdevelopmentproject.com and use the promo code PODCAST20 when you get to the checkout and you can get 20% off an annual membership. Enjoy the website and thanks for listening. Hi everyone, welcome to another Player Development Project Q&A. Once again, I'm joined by my colleague and PDP technical advisor, Dan Wright. Dan, how are you going, mate? Really good, thank you. Looking forward to this question. I think it's a good one today. I think so, too. It's pretty interesting and pretty broad. So it's coming via the PDP Facebook page from Danny, and the question is, what age should players start playing 11 v 11? So lots to consider in this one. What are your first thoughts around this one, mate?
1: Yeah, I think... Um... In the UK, you know, it's sort of been quite um, formalised that, that kids start to play, you know, from that seven v seven to the nine v nine to the eleven v eleven. And I think, you know, Nick Levett was involved in sort of reshaping all of that. And I think where we've got to is quite is quite an appropriate um, for the ages and the stages of the players. I think um, I first started playing eleven v eleven when I was under ten, <laughs> and it was just it's just a bit stupid. It was like either attack and defence, and everybody was in probably one penalty box, and it was a bit a bit silly. So I think the FA have done a good job of of making football you know look appropriate at 7v7 7 at 7 that age and 9v9 9 11v11 9 11 11. so you know that age group of sort of 12-13 seems seems quite appropriate to me it's quite can be a struggle for some 12s and I suppose from sort of 12 to 14 I suppose is is where they probably are still sort of finding their position and then you know you sort of can dive into their tactics a bit more after that sort of 13-14 age group would be my my experience What what would you say for this one
0: Yeah, look, in terms of my personal experience as a player, I was the same. I mean, thrown onto 11v11, very young, probably the smallest player on the pitch and um, just running what felt like miles and miles (laughs) on massive pitches um, and just feeling quite overwhelmed by that as a young player. So I do remember that um, and sort of not getting used to it till I was a bit older, Um, obviously physically probably shot up a bit later, shot up as far as I got anyway. And, um, you know, I think it's one of those that it's got better uh, around the world. I mean, again, speaking from experience down under, um, we, you know, definitely, I think it's around age 12 here where players are starting to get into it in Australia, in New Zealand, the small-sided games process, I know, has been well underway for a long time. And I think, you know, over the last few years, governing bodies have looked at this and gone, we have to make the game look more realistic for the age and stage of the player, which is great. Obviously tradition dictates that it might be 12, 13 depending on which country you're operating and I think that needs to be questioned at times. I think it needs to be why do we do it that way? Is it just because we feel like they're ready physically? And some players do physically develop very quickly and look like they could belong on 11v11 11 11 pitches pretty early on in their journey. Um, Obviously, some, some clubs as well um, will make smaller pitches. So it might be that they play 11 v 11 at under 13 on a slightly reduced pitch. Um, so it might be a little bit tighter, which I think is a good thing. Um, and I'm just a believer in variation, to be honest. I think from my own experience playing and coaching, um, I think it's important that kids get a variety of environments. I think the upside of playing small-sided games, even at older ages and things like futsal, which we've both been involved in uh, in, in club work, I think you can see, first of all, the enjoyment factor and the fun factor for kids, even if they're under 16s and they're playing futsal in a tiny space. There's got to be upside to that sort of fast decision making, tight spaces, speed of game, lots of repetition of uh, 1v1s and those kind of scenarios coming out in Four v four is five v five. So I, I personally believe that there is a huge upside in keeping those going for as long as possible. Um, what about you, mate? I mean, do you think do you sort of believe that there should be this structure, or do you think it's a, it's about playing eleven v eleven consistently from thirteen, or do you think it's a case of uh, a case of that variety as well?
1: I think the variety is massive, isn't it? You know, and if, when you sort of dive into some of the research, there was that Man United study, wasn't there, around the four v fours, and you know, just just how much more you know interactions there were in terms of dribbles and shots and tackles, and mm. and just kids getting more touches of the football, and I think. If we're trying to develop these sort of problem solvers or decision makers, or you know these people that can adapt, we have to put them in different environments. And and maybe if you're putting them 11 aside all of the time, then perhaps you're denying them some of those affordances of of, of interacting. Um, I, I quite like it from from if we're trying to expose players or, or get players, you know, more touches or more repetitions. You're likely to do that in small sided. So if I'm a defender that's struggling with my 1v1s. In an eleven aside, you I might you might have two, you know, one v ones on a counter attack. I'm probably going to have cover with my my centre back mate and maybe a full back. Um, but if you go and play, you know, five aside tournament and you're the only defender or you know the, the only recognised defender, just think about how much more defending you're actually going to do. Mm. And so that's that's the sort of the angle that I come from it. And then I think you know we, we interviewed um, Paul McGuinness and he talked about the the mixed experiences at Manchester United playing thirteen aside on that cage. Um, and, and even at, um, under 18s, they're taking players away to play six-a-side, um, you know, on grass pitches or even futsal. And I think that is again for the technical repetition. But but when you look at an 11-a-side game, it's very rare that all 11 players are involved. You know, if it's a relationship between fullback and winger and timing that overlap. I still think that kind of thing happens in futsal and six-a-side. Mm. So it's almost like recognizing those sort of triggers and patterns and then executing them. Perhaps quicker, or perhaps you know closer or tighter, and then can that behaviour transfer to the to the eleven-a-side game? And then it, it just it just with the question, I, I'd rephrase it in terms of you know what's the rush to, to only play eleven-a-side? So in the Premier League, the the a- average age of a debut is about twenty-three years old. So if we're talking about guys playing eleven-a-side football at you know twelve or thirteen, it's, it, it could be ten years of playing the same format of the game, and that kind of doesn't seem to be you know, intuitive to play the same thing over and over and over when there's all these other things that we could be doing to test and challenge and, and stretch the players. That's that's the way that I look at it.
0: Yeah, certainly. I mean, I've got experience um, quite recently of a group of players who are 05s um, and we were we were asked to play a fixture 11 v 11. So some of the kids may have had that experience in their school football or, or other sort of areas of football younger. But these kids were sort of thrown in the deep end and we didn't have any real expectations that they were going to go and get into perfect shapes playing out from the back in a, in a back four and, and playing through the thirds the way we like to play the football at this particular club. Um, but obviously it was a great idea to sort of put them into this scenario at the end of the season, knowing that they were getting closer to playing some 11 v 11 football. And we didn't change too much during the week. They went out, understandably, got into some pretty you know, pretty challenging and interesting shapes in their first experience. And we took the pressure off and said, look, just go and enjoy it. You're playing 11 v 11 against a good club. Um, let's see how we go. As a result, the following week, again, trained as per normal, but for half of the session, the day before the game, we thought, let's just give the give the kids... We knew they were going to play 11 v 11 again, so they had two games in two weeks. And we, we just thought, let's just give them a few tools to see how they can transfer knowledge the next day. And I think... What we did is we went through a fairly traditional phase of play. We let the kids play in three quarters of a pitch with the focus on playing out of the back. Lots and lots of repetition and getting the ball in the goalkeeper's hands and playing out and getting into different shapes. And all we asked them in the next game was, can you show us some knowledge transfer from the session yesterday to today? Even if you make bad passes, even if you fail playing out, can you show us that you've gotten to the right areas that we've worked on? And we saw that, so for me that was a fantastic outcome that was winning um, the next day, regardless of score lines that was our win because the kids demonstrated to us that yeah they could understand that and that was that was on the back of a long journey through nine nine football so I think mm. whilst I think we're both advocating for variety and keeping that sort of um, you know mixed games approach and small small um, areas and big areas when it's required. I think there's also an opportunity to go in and coach. And the kids love the idea of playing a bit of 11v11, 11 11. so throwing it in the mix is great, but I don't think making it a sort of relentless pursuit of 11v11 11 11 football from age 11 or 12 um, is necessarily going to help them. I think that variety in the diet is the bottom line here. Um, we've got a really interesting article around the Brazilian case study which has been a heavy influence on the PDP model that we've developed over the last year or two uh, from our lead research, researcher, Jimmy Vaughan. And it's called Catch Me If You Can in issue nine. Um, and that sort of talks about, you know, obviously street football and futsal and the influence of the society and culture on, on the way football is played there. And you look at some of the players that come out of Brazil as a result, you know, we all talk about the Coutinho's of the world and so on and, and, and the variety that he's had in his journey. Um, I think that's a really good case study and a bit of content to look at for, for our viewers and listeners out there. Also, was very fortunate a while ago to interview Harry Kuehl, who obviously had a pretty distinguished playing career there at Leeds and Liverpool. Um, you know, top player out of Australia, and he spoke about playing down the park. Uh, getting variety and making sure that you know that you've got to play a lot of games um, and and sort of get that informal play on top of your um, on top of your more structured training perhaps. So a really good interview. We've got a number of player interviews through the magazine, but that one is worth checking out. So a little bit of content there. I mean, you know, sort of final thought around this one for Danny, from you, Dan.
1: Yeah. um, When you were just talking about kids understanding the 11 side game, I wonder, you know, how influential sort of, you know, the access to to Sky and to how many games are on the TV and the kids playing, you know, Xbox and PlayStation, they know what an 11 side game looks like now. And so I think perhaps when you and I played, it was, you know, sort of that honeypot mentality where the kids are chasing the ball and everyone, (laughs) you know, like a cartoon. And now the kids kind of get get it a bit more and they get the, the width and the depth. And I think, sort of coaching around those principles, you know, the principles of the game in terms of dispersal penetration, you know, stuff like that. I think that ties into a 5v5, a 6v6, an 8v8, or an 11v11. So as long as the kids understand those principles of the game, like you were talking about with your example, you know, playing out from the back and 11 side looks like this, playing out, uh, the back with with uh six aside well we definitely need at least two players to get wide it, it probably doesn't matter whether it's two central defenders or a central defender defender, a fullback or central defender in a center mid dropping in it, again it's just playing to a principle and i think if you can get that that variety of the experience i think the kids will the kids will sort of uh you know be able to understand it and pick it up before you go you've forgotten but you need to do a pdp offer i think this week don't you <laughs>
0: That's right, Dan. Thanks for the reminder. Really excited to offer all of our listeners and viewers a discount on PDP membership for the week of November 3rd to 5th. So at the end of the weekend, midnight UK time, the offer will expire. 20% off PDP memberships if you go to the checkout page and put in the promotional code PODCAST20. That's PODCAST20 punch that in, get your discount, sign up, and you can explore all of the content that we're often referencing in our podcasts and Q&A videos. So a really exciting offer there. Hopefully some people take it up and a little bit of reward for tuning in regularly for uh, all of our podcasts and and, uh, Q&A discussions.
1: Well done, Dave. Good pitch.
0: Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks again for your time, Dan. We will look forward to another PDP Q&A very soon. Thanks for joining us on the Player Development Project podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PlayerDP or find us on Facebook. Don't forget to head over to playerdevelopmentproject.com where you can sign up to our progressive coaching community and gain access to our wide variety of resources to help you in your coaching.